Hello, hello. How's everybody doing out there? Talking. I can't say it because I need to be at least 10 seconds clear before I can say certain keywords so that the YouTube algorithm doesn't, uh, you know, get rid of me. Today, what I want to talk about is uh, I have been putting up a bunch of posts on Instagram, on Facebook, uh, my Alex Flores page. If you go on the Alex Flores page on Facebook, it used to be Yola Douchebag. Now I just renamed it to Alex Flores. I've been I've been really, uh, really been paying attention to the news about the whole UAW strike. How, how everything's going down, what they want, uh, what they're looking for. We've talked on the last couple of shows about how lazy I think they are. And on the posts, I have seen that people have uh, chimed in that work at, at the at a plant or maybe a, a subcontracting kind of situation where they still are under the UAW umbrella, and they verify everything I've said. They've said things like, okay, for example, I bring up the example, if a car comes down the assembly line and a uaw worker that is doing some work in the interior notices one of them is a leather seat the other one is an alcantara you know recaro seat two a mismatching set of seats you would think i would stop the assembly line say this is fucked up flag this car put it off to the side and let's fix it no what happens is the uaw goes not my job that's not my job. My job is to put in the uh, the dome lights. I notice the seats. I'm sitting on them. I see that there's an issue. Ain't my job. Ford, someone fucked up in the holstery. Someone messed up in the interior. Someone messed up in the seat department. Ain't my job. And they basically blame management. That's right. They blame management for stuff like that. So we'll talk about many examples like that that have popped up in the last couple of days that have been an issue. Again, guys, today is the last day you can donate to LMP via PayPal. 50alex at yahoo.com, F-I-V-E-O-H-A-L-E-X at yahoo.com. PayPal, give it if you can. At the end of the show, we'll announce how much they got and I'm going to give 500 on my end. But if it's, let's say, short of 3,000 and I got to kick in 600. Okay, I will basically round it off to the next big number to give them a big chunk of change and I'll get them a sticker, but not before we have Mr. Bill O'Reilly say hello. We'll do it live. Okay. We'll do it live. Fuck it. (laughs) Do it live. I love it. I'll write it and we'll do it live. Fucking thing sucks. That's right, Mr. Bill O'Reilly. It does suck. Yeah, let's talk to Mr. Two Auto Solution. Two Auto Solution, Mr. Rami Zadan. Probably looking for, uh, you know, some help on the Chevy side. We'll, we'll talk to him. We'll see if we can get him hooked up with the right people. Race Motive, RaceMotive.com. Race Motive, I don't know. Race Motive somewhere. Check him out. Instagram, Facebook, uh, Grinder, whoever. Race Motive. Dean Hat Performance. Dean Performance.com. The online parts house sponsor for the show. If you want fuel systems, tires, wheels, you name it, they got it. DNA High Performance Part Farm. They have an EcoBoost Raptor that I've been eyeing. I'm interested about that. Not for the truck. I want other parts from that thing. I'm going to check them out. PartsFarm.com. Conformance has a good, good uh, program going with Nelson Racing Engines. A lot of people are like, how'd you do that? Hey, good for him. He's uh, moving on up. Needs another boat. Ultimate Header, UltimateHeader.com, UltimateHeader on Instagram, UltimateHeader generally. Check them out. Nick James and PMAS making the best cold airs on the market. The only cold air that I give a fuck about is the PMAS cold air. Calamar Transmission. Calamar Transmission.com. Calamar Transmission got himself a 2024 Mustang, and when he was driving it, the camera got stuck in the reverse position. Badass shit. 
So we ended up, uh, you know, he ended up uh, taking one out, saying the transmission's exactly the same, but I think the clutch is different, the starter is different, but in internally the transmission's the same. So he just has to keep on chugging and making. Uh, the the kits that he currently makes. I say hi to the people here. We'll get to talking some shit for a little bit. Andy Ali, Coyote Fury, Travis, it's old man. Douche did it. Joe Swish, Robo Style, Monty540 with the first people to say hello. The Wolf, Maki, Mock, Darren Harper, TJ, Monty540 again, Andy Black, Betty, Richard Whedon, Dustin Garrison, Gallo Bravo, Angel Puerto Rico, Clean 93 GT, Joaquin, Maki, Mock, Joe Jr., Raiden, Nat Jew, FLAK for a life. Uh, Clean 93 again, Twin Force Fusion, one of one RTF, Theo Baltist, Phil Fez, Clay Pruitt, Nat Jew, Ivan D, Nat Jew again, CJM, Elva Galarga, Garrett McDonald, uh, Clay Pruitt, Jason Forrester, D Rock Fox, Mendo- uh, Mr. Mendoza's Coyote, Alfredo Diaz again, Matthew Nichols, Maki Mock, Alfredo Diaz again, El Goodson, or Godson, a good son, Andy Black, Betty, one of one RTF, Evan Smith, Pito Chiquito, Louis A, and Glassroot Coyote, Jared Wells, White, Jared Wells, do, do me a favor. Leave your body stock on the car, okay? Don't put a fucking GT500 hood and a Mach 1 front end on the car. Just leave it the fuck stock. God damn it. People doing mods on a car that don't matter. The Black GT500, Abel, Osmond, Condi, John, Nat Jew, Rondi, Chris, Jameson, King, Matt Benoit, Sean O'Connell, Diego, Bum at Large. AMR, Corn Fed, David Hale, Shot, Leadfoot, and all the usual suspects. Thank you guys for hanging out with me for another night. It's nice to have something to talk about on a Tuesday. Without this show, we can't have car talk on a Tuesday. So let's talk about UAW stuff. But let's talk about build quality. Who is responsible for the build quality, guys? Tell me. Who do you think is responsible for the build quality of these cars? The manufacturer or the people that assemble them? See... I understand if the transmission is trash. I understand if the rear end is trash. I understand if the engine is trash. But if the bolts between the engine and the transmission are loose, I don't blame Ford for that. You know what I mean? Like, okay, you know, loose. Well, whoever assembled it, in my opinion, that's the issue. But if the engine internals are junk or if the transmission is generally junk, I absolutely blame the manufacturer. Panel caps, that's different because I don't know if they use a template, but guys, you have eyeballs. You don't have anything that kind of shows you that what the gap should be on these cars. Some of these cars have been delivered with scuff marks, chips in the paint, mismatched rocker panels, missing equipment, mismatched seats, and according to my post on the Alex Flores page, this is something that blows my mind. Now, this one you might be able to blame on the manufacturer. Right here, it says this guy named Mauricio Espinoza. All 24 S650 premium owners. If your car does not have the mirror indicator turn signal lights, call Ford Loyalty and have them installed under the misbuilt. Under misbuilt. The, the dealership will have to file a claim on your behalf to get the issue fixed. So many quality issues. Per Ford, all premium GTs should have mirror, indi- Jesus, mirror indicator turn signal lights, which mine doesn't have and others are missing. It doesn't matter if you got the 400 or 401A package. Now, that one you could probably blame on Ford and say they didn't provide the proper one. So two things could be happening. Ford could be saying, get these out the door, get them sold. We don't care about the QC issues. We'll have the dealership fix them once they are on the streets. Or all that shit could be stopped at the factory. If someone just stops the assembly line and goes, this is mismatched, this is mismatched, it happened on Broncos, 
It happened on F-150s. Now it's happening on Mustangs. And the only ones I care about is Mustang because I have told you guys ever since May, once Ford started talking this pride stuff, built Ford proud and they got rid of built Ford tough stuff. In May, they had, in my opinion, <clears throat> not in my opinion, uh, if I'm not mistaken, three or four pauses to the assembly line having to do with the Mustang. I think I'm right on that. And they said that they had quality control issues. So in my opinion, I go, okay, they're noticing a QC, quality control issue, with the Mustang at the assembly line back in May. They're noticing this before it hits the dealership, so they stopped production. So I said, uh-oh. If it is getting out and leaking out that Ford is stopping production on cars in May due to QC issues, there is big trouble somewhere. Now, I don't know what the uh, crux of it is, meaning it was the QC issue that the people didn't want to report the issues, or there were so many QC issues that they had to stop and find the root cause of it and probably got some cars out that bled out and never really did fix things. In my opinion, if you're in the assembly line, who gives you the seats to put on that vehicle? There has to be some kind of built sheet. There has to be some kind of miscommunication somewhere, something that was mislabeled human error. So the assembler, in my opinion, should notice that. I think that's the last line of defense for quality control. The assembler, the guy who puts it together goes, this doesn't, this, this, this don't jive. You don't put an EcoBoost engine harness in a Mustang and say, well, that's what I got in the parts bin. That's not my job. Talk to my union rep. So now the strike is now showing a lot of people. See, before you probably would have a, a center, uh, you'd, you'd kind of side with the labor side. But a lot of you guys probably don't know how unions work, especially the UAW. The UAW is 100% a tentacle of the Democratic Party. Now, not to get political, but let's just be let's just be really serious here. All you have to do is Google a couple of things to figure out who they give their money to. So, after Ford gives the union members their money, the UAW collects the dues probably directly from the paycheck. So, Ford gives money, you know, pays the employees. The employees pay their union dues, and who does the UAW support? This in blue, right here, see it says liberal, Democrat, all liberal causes on the left. $7 million in 2022, I'm sorry, $5.8 million in donations in 2022 to nothing but left-wing causes. Senate Majority Pack, Workers' Vote, Democratic Central Campaign, DNC Services, in Union US, blah, blah, blah. You could read it. I'll put the link in the chat. Hopefully, that will uh, make you guys happy. So I'll put the link in the chat in case you guys are, you know, some of you give a shit. Uh, and if you don't give a shit, you don't have to view it. But I, I, I'm very happy to view this because it matters. So they gave nothing but, and this is from 1990 to now. Something happened in 2020, which was a mid, you know, a, a, a mid-year, meaning, um, I'm sorry, 2019, 2020. Actually, no, this was the election, and they probably give a bunch of money to, I don't know, have Republicans talk shit on Trump. But look, since 1990 vastly, much more money was given to left-wing causes than right-wing causes. So what this is basically is class warfare. The unions, especially the UAW, want to make you make the millionaires and billionaire CEOs the enemy. I, I'm sorry, without them, you wouldn't have a job. Like, 
I don't want them to make the same kind of money you do because they have connections to higher authorities, governments, contracts. They are executives. You shouldn't even be looking at their compensation because it has nothing to do with you. You should be, you should be, in my opinion, uh, getting paid based on what you bring to the company. And if you're just a windshield installer, a seatbelt installer, a Lugna installer, you should get paid accordingly. Alex, uh, people in unions don't control them. It's a mini government. Well, guess what, buddy? Oh, this thing's going to start talking shit. Uh, shut up. Shut up. <laughs> so he says they don't control them. No, but they give, they're okay to do whatever they desire. So if the UAW says we're going to go on strike, y'all go on strike. Even if you disagree with it. Meanwhile, they give up a huge majority of money to the left-wing causes. So I think... The sympathy is not there for you guys this time. Not only because they want a 32-hour work week, it's because they want a 40% raise and a 32-hour work week. Now, if you said, we want a 40% raise, I don't think a lot of people would be mad at you. I think a lot of people would say, cool, sounds good. But in the end of, at the end of it all, if you ask for that and a 32-hour work week, no one's going to take you serious in this time of inflation and crazy. Just the, the dollar ain't worth shit and you guys want to work less. According to the UAW, I'm sure there's a lot of people in the picket line saying, I don't want any of this. I just want to go to work and be left alone. But you're in the union. You're fucked. That's that's literally groupthink the Borg. We talked about it before. But the quality control stuff is what bothers me the most. See, eventually, somewhere in the pipeline, somebody has to notice this stuff. And because of the comments on my Instagram posts and Facebook posts have been like, it's not our job. If we see it, we literally don't care. We just let it slide. And if you were in a, let's say, non-unionized or maybe a public, a small business, scale it down, let's say 200 employees, and it really matters what you put out there. You're just going to let slide a car that has two completely different seats, a tailgate that doesn't go to the trim. You know, like I'm blown away by that. So who do you blame? Do you blame Ford for giving somebody mismatched seats per an order? Again, guys, human error has to account for that. Or do you blame the assemblers that are looking at the final product and then saying, eh, let it ride. Those millionaires and billionaires could, you know, I'm not getting paid enough. I'm, I, I'm working too many hours. Or just let it slide, let QC take care of it. And then all of a sudden, you show up on Facebook with a brand new car with two mismatched front seats. Now, the indicator light stuff, I think that's you could probably blame Ford for that, right? Let's say they don't have any. Let's say Ford says, we don't have any. The supply chain issues made their way down the uh, indicator line for the, for the, rever- for the uh, side view mirror. So just assemble them without them, and then we'll figure it out once it gets to the dealership. That one I can blame on Ford if they're physically not available. But if one had them and the other one didn't, I could probably blame the assembler. Also, somebody um, uh, made me aware that someone mentioned that uh, no one mentions my name when they're talking shit about me. Look, mention my name. Get that smoke. It's only going to make your channel pop. Get that smoke. No big deal. So somebody put, uh, put, put me onto a video of somebody saying that I can't believe people that depend on tuning these vehicles are down on these vehicles. Those vehicles are not tunable. So that's one thing you're misunderstanding. My livelihood does not depend on the 24 Mustang. The way it currently sits 
is no tuning is available for it. When it becomes available for it, we'll look like heroes because we're going to bring the performance right back. But in 2011, Mustang was tunable. Boss was tunable. 2015, Mustang was tunable. GT350 was tunable. Mach 1, Gen 3, GT500, every single generation Mustang that preceded the 2024 was tunable. So my business, my job depended on those vehicles. If a 2024 Mustang has locked tuning, my job has nothing to do with it. You are now seeing parts manufacturers, sorry, parts sellers, because not many manufacture parts, parts resellers are literally posting, posting catless headers on their website. Could you imagine? Because apparently the exhaust is supposedly super corked up on 24 Mustangs. Uh, as a matter of fact, there's now a new part on 24 Mustangs and Stang Mode told us about it. We have the MBRP Resonator Deleter. The Resonator Deleter. Uh, let me hear that again, the Resonator Deleter. We have the MBRP Resonator Deleter. The Resonator Deleter. Apparently there's a Resonator Deleter he means the resonator, the delete kit from MBRP. Supposedly, that one really clogs up the exhaust. That's why Steeda claims 40 horsepower from headers? Stop. Please stop. 40 horsepower from headers? It's more than likely the missing exhaust because if you install headers on a car that has a stock resonator and stock mufflers, you can't claim 40 horsepower. They removed the exhaust. There is no catalytic converter or... Uh, resonator in that car so i think drivetrain loss meaning a qa1 drive shaft a uh lighter rotating assembly would transfer more power but they're claiming the headers cause the power increase i go stop please stop resonator deleter we have mbrp resonator deleter so <laughs> so you're seeing websites post a catless header system on their website. I love the fact that shops are openly showing you them removing the carbon trap. And we talked about it on a, we talked about it, guys. Remember when I said it's a trap? They take the carbon traps out of the cold air intake. Removing federally mandated emissions equipment. Shops with their name, their face. Look at me. I removed the carbon trap off a car with a VIN number. Let me see if it makes power. So you, on camera, removing emissions equipment telling people how to remove emissions equipment and telling people the power differences if you remove those emissions items. Do not be surprised if the EPA gives you a call. Guys, a carbon trap in the cold air is an emissions item. It's no different than you getting under the car and taking a sawzall and chopping off the catalytic converters putting a pipe in there and saying, look, it gained 20 horsepower. You dumb, stupid sons of bitches. Every single one of you. I've seen, I've seen no less than 20 shops do that. 
It's one thing to remove them. It's another thing to film yourself removing them. It's like rappers that self-snitch on video. They go, well, you know, this is a stolen Hellcat. I'm going to have a bitch twerk on it. I did the dash and her coochie leaked in the back seat. Uh, excuse me. Did you just say you stole that Hellcat? Yeah, this is the VIN number. I stole it. I removed the carbon traps and it made more four horsepower. This is my shop. This is where we're located. This is our YouTube channel and our Facebook page. You dumb, dumb, dumb sons of bitches. But that's okay. When and if somebody knocks on your door, not today, not tomorrow. It could be five years from now. Don't be surprised if they're like, yeah, we got you on video literally removing carbon traps and boasting about it. That's illegal. And we're going to need uh, RFI, request for information. I need you to tell me every tune you've sent to a 24 and up Mustang and any correspondence with said customer. And if you told them to remove the carbon traps, that's on you. I have never told a customer, yeah, take the cats off. It's going to run better. They say, Alex, will the car run better catless? I will say, if you remove federally mandated emissions equipment, that is illegal. And we cannot make any changes in the calibration for it. But the car might make a little more power because you're removing a restriction. That is the responsible thing to do. But no, now people are just willy-nilly taking stuff off and telling you, oh, by the way, take, I took it off and it made this much power, blah, 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 blah. Mind blown of the stupidity and ignorance of the people out there. And people wonder why I'm down on Mustang. I'm down on Mustang because they had three delays during uh, assembly in May. I'm down on Mustang because UAW workers are assembling it. Lazy windshield popper owners that make 40 bucks an hour are literally saying, hey, my job if the seats look different. Hey, Bill, did you see the seats? One's Alcantara, one's regular. Fuck it, not my job. Let me put on my exoskeleton so I can put on the, uh, the rocker panel. So... I'm down on that whole situation, and I've been down on Ford for a while. You guys have loved me making fun of Jim Farley, Take That Elon Musk, Mustang Mach-E, Lightning Bullshit. You guys were laughing your ass off when it was Lightning and Mach-E. Now it's GT Mustang, and you guys are losing your minds that I am making fun of it, calling me a crybaby, and I'm like, guys, this is just a byproduct of everything that is happening with the Ford Motor Company. So you thought I was just going to overlook obvious issues with the 24 GT and Dark Horse when Lightning, Mach-E, and just the company in general has gone down a path of wokeness? Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. All right, guys. Um, we're going to get some comments. Again, guys, If you we've got a couple of people already that gave um, money at the end of the show. I'm going to go ahead and uh, name off everyone that gave money. Oh, gosh, you guys gave a lot already. So I'll do that. I'll get some of the. I'll get you some of your comments. We'll talk some shit. But again, who do you think is at fault? Jesus Christ, man. Mandeep, stop messaging me during the show. Please stop messaging me during the show. Stop. I can't stop and look at your messages during the show. I need to do the show. I want to check the PayPal. And he's just messaging me nonstop. We are up to $2,434. So if we end up at $2,500, I'll get $500. And boom, they get $3,000. Okay. Um, we now have intakers and resonator deleter. We have an MBRP resonator deleter. Unreal. And that car went from 12.3. Then they did carbon trap removal. And he says it. He's, and then he says the shop that did it. I, re, I did the resonator deleter. I did the carbon traps. I did a little bit of weight reduction. And I did um, 
uh, Octane Booster. And it went 12-3. 12-0. Mustangs Gen 3, 18-23, to 23, are 12-0 cars, bone stock, full weight, nothing done on the pump gas. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Uh, Resonate Deleter stole my bike. I saw a dark horse on the road for the first time today. Damn thing, it's a boat. Get a visit from the EPA for a four horsepower gain. Full bolt on now means carbon trap delete, intake filter delete, cat delete, MBRP resonator deleter, and 93 pump gas. Just adding more to your file at the EPA headquarters. Exactly. Can confirm. We had a brand new one come in today before close to service. Lots of QC issues. Just took delivery. Trim pieces popping out. Dash coming off. This is going to be a long week. Hunter Walker. That's not the UAW's fault or job. That ain't their job. That ain't my fucking job. Hey, it's uh, $3.59. Do you want to take out that seat? I have the other Alcantara seat in it. Can you put it in? It's $3.59, boss. Kachunk. I got to go. Um, I am a Mustang guy. See, people don't think I'm not. B. Brandon says, Alex is a Mustang guy. That's why he's on Ford's ass. He knows they can do better. And that's what everyone is miscommunicating. The guy that said that I'm my, my job depends on, bro, I could do this and survive. I care so much about Mustang and Ford that I am on their fucking neck hoping that they... Because what happens when every ball washer says the car is awesome? I literally heard a guy that claims he's a tuner say 35 degrees in the dark horse of timing is going to be possible on E85. Listen to those words. It's a Coyote motor, guys. It's a 12 to 1 Coyote motor. Nothing changed except for maybe the rods and the intake. And some tuner said 35 degrees. And he said that with a tune, he could see a 5-0 horsepower gain. Just with a tune, he says he could see a 50 horsepower gain. And then they data logged and go, shit, this thing's making 26 degrees of timing already. Oh. That's why I am blown away that the ball washers are talking. If there was nobody talking real about this car, you would think it's the best thing on the planet. And any anomaly that you mention on Facebook, Instagram, or TikTok, people would say, ah, it's it's rare. It's not a big deal. It's not, it's not correlated to any QC issues at the UAW, QC issues at Ford, or supply line issues, or those three delays that happened back in May. No, 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 that has nothing to do with it. Nobody is talking the shit I'm talking because I care. I'm hoping that the 24 Mustang goes the way of the 2010 GT so that in 25, all these issues are fixed. Whatever issues they're having in labor get rectified. Whatever whatever issues they're having at uh, uh, supply chain gets rectified. QC department gets a lot more funding. And you in 25... Get a better, tunable, better quality, higher quality Mustang. If I didn't care, I would just make fun of them and walk away. They must hate the company they like the most. Um, my bone stock 22 GT went 1189 at 118 at Lebanon Valley last month, says Tito, Tito uh, Judge. But Tito, it must be a factory freak. Strikes like this are why we have $70,000 XLT F-150s. And they'll say no. Every UAW guy is indoctrinated and told to by the UAW, these millionaires and billionaires are making so much money and living on badass yachts. They should give that money to you. John Sr. has a beautiful home, badass office, and toys. I never look at him and go, how come he doesn't give me some of that money? 
You know what I do? Every two weeks, I go, whoo, got paid. Oh, got paid. Consistently. Nice. Look at that. Oh, look. He threw a bonus in there. Appreciate that. Do I sit there and go, uh, he, he put, he fabricated a, a, a turbo kit on the car that looks like it took 80 hours. And he paid a guy and this and that. And oh, but look at those wheels. Those wheels are like 10 grand. No. I go, fucking badass, dude. I wish I can get to that position one day. I will work really hard for you so that I could develop a side hustle and then maybe eventually one day be in your position. Um, could you imagine if other industries like the medical equipment manufacturers or machining shops had these quality issues? Shit would hit the fan really quick. Imagine aviation, Ethan Boot. If aviation had QC issues and the labor issues that these are ha- that, that that the the car manufacturers are having like does toyota ever have this issue like ever in history john lund in the house we're talking about john lund john lund made it the guy was an army helo pilot from oklahoma oklahoma indiana wherever the fuck guy has a million dollars plus business toys raised raised some good kids is enjoying his life. Him and his wife are running a badass business. I don't sit there and go, what the fuck? No. No, I don't do any of that shit. Factory Freak will now refer to which CSR was properly assembled as the build sheet. Yes, 2000 MCR. His video, some guy said 35 degrees on E85. I go, you know this is 12 to 1 compression, right? You know that after 30, you for every degree you put at it, it literally sees like .0001 horsepower gain. John Lund says, hope all is well. Alex, been a while. Howdy. I saw you a couple weeks ago, man. We had lunch. We're talking about You got to drive an Escobar, the Escalade. Uh, I see all the badass stuff my boss has, and I just think, what can I do to get there? A UAW worker with an exoskeleton. Did you hear that Jim Farley bought another thing? Yeah, he's out there racing Mustangs and racing and, and drifting. Oh, wait. I got to reset my exoskeleton. Yeah, that's bullshit. How come they don't give us some of that money? Oh, my exoskeleton tells me I have to go on break. <laughs> Fuck me. I'm blown away by you guys. I thought he was a Marine. No, uh, Dakota Brandon, Marines. Senior was a helicopter pilot for the Army. Uh, medevac. Neither of this says, we're not worthy, we're not worthy. Good evening, Mr. Lon. I heard Mr. Lon gets crunk. <laughs> yeah, he does. People nowadays expect 50% profits. I work alone. Let them have fun trying that at Ford. Like, I'm, I'm blown away that um, people don't see what I'm trying to do. And that's okay. I, I, I'm not sad about it. I, I'm, I expect the general public that are dependent on the newest, latest, and greatest product from Ford to make the money on YouTube or Instagram or TikTok or whatever. But that doesn't mean you have to be completely ignorant as to what's happening. If you saw, if you saw, someone said just saw on Facebook, the first SX50 ran 10s with a 50 shot of nitrous, complete dud. Ah, that's pretty good, actually. I'm going to be honest with you. 10s is pretty good for a stock car with no tuning. I, I think that's actually really good. 50 shot or not. That's what JPC did. So I'm imagining it's JPC. Um, I would do a 100 shot. Fuck it. You know, send it. Um, I'm blown away that they, they'll criticize me and think that I'm just hating on Ford. And I'm like, bro, you literally don't get it. Your job 
you you are hoping this car is so badass that you get subscribers, followers to follow your shitty ass fucking build no one cares about. And I'm trying to make the product better for next year. There's a difference. We're not the same. Um, very reminiscent of the Tesla Model Y quality issues for a while. They just pumped and dumped them out and did QC after they finally gotten better two years later. Must have not watched your timing video on diminishing returns. See, I think a lot of people immediately go like this. He doesn't know what he's talking about, so I'm not going to watch any of his videos. And then in that video, in many videos, I prove that dynoing with the hood open can skew everything about a cold air test. And I got with Nick James on it. I go, Nick, I need to know if I did this right. He goes, dude, that test is perfect. Stock cold air sealed, hood open, Roush cold air, open air element, hood open. Who do you think is going to make more power? And then with the hood closed, the Roush cold air intake lost power as opposed to the stock cold air intake. And unless you're racing with the hood open, none of those tests matters. And he laughed and he goes, you know, that's a very good test. No one's ever done that until after I did it. In terms of the timing test, my stock 19 GT on E85, stock uh, mechanically, but it had a tune. I put it on 27 degrees. It made 440. I put it on 29 degrees. It made 446. And then 31 degrees, it made 446. So the difference between 27 and uh, 31 degrees was six horsepower. And someone is telling you 35 degrees. Like, you tell me you don't know shit about Mustang, Coyote Mustangs without telling me you don't know shit about Coyote Mustangs. Latest Ford Boss Meat video has it all about the UAW. Um, that's a lot less than the 13K Stita spent and a better time. Now, Stita's video claiming that they broke the internet, I don't think they know what how it broke the internet. It broke the internet in a negative way. It didn't break the internet. See, a lot of people think, a lot of people think, Views or views, doesn't matter what kind of views I got. I made a splash in a negative way. And in that video, I saw it. They actually named off parts that I didn't even know about. The front bar, the rear bar. Guys, that's a $15,000 build. I'm sorry. So you're telling me a $15,000 build went 11 2 I'm like, that's... I thought it was 12000 I was off by $3,000 based on the other parts, coilovers, you name it. I, I actually was low, and I was trying to give them the benefit of the doubt. And he's like, we broke the internet. And I'm like, you sure did by showing people that if you only spend $15,000, you can go 11-2 and a. I test over Dark Horse and was rejected locally just to see what all the talk is about. And it's a, a talk of it being done. My full bolt on 2011 GT is night and day quicker. It's almost a shame how boring the dark horse is. It was JPC that ran 1083 at 129. That is exactly what they did in 2011. Okay. JPC was the first to tens in 2011. Stock tune manual with Justin driving it. They put some Bogarts on it. Boom. Ran the number. Now they go out there. 50 shot. Probably right on the throttle body. Bypassing the math stuff. And the car just magically, because if you have race gas and a 50 shot, in my, in my opinion, you shouldn't have to do anything to this car but a 100 shot. And it should run 10s. That's what I wanted to do with the red, uh, ruby red 14 GT I wanted to buy. I wanted to go as far as I could with a Gen 1 to see how fast I can go with absolutely no tuning and a 6850 RPM rev limiter. JPC did it in 2011. Now they did it in 20, um, 23. 23 with a new Mustang, what's more impressive to you? A 50-shot car that has a, a couple of mods or a $15,000 modded car that runs 11.2. 
Give me that 50 shot. I don't care. UAW workers make 66 on average. Sorry, I had to hit it live. Hey, Alex, I got my Whipple GT350 tuned by you guys last week. Uh, GT350 E85 tune. What? Not sure if, if you tuned it, but the tune is on the money. Hit the dyno this weekend. I made 850 on 12 pounds of boost. Thanks. Um, Evil Twin 350. Oh, okay. If Brandon, Junior, Dakota, Devin, or Johnny, or I send you a Whipple tune, it's the same tune. 16250, yep. Uh, uh, ID1300, yep. Return fuel system, yep. There's one file. Um, did you see that American Muscle made a video comparing the first and fourth gen Mustang? Homie was calling second gen King Daddy with boost in third gen better NA. Sounds familiar. Justin is on the money. Me and him think exactly alike. He is not just a company paid shill. I think American Muscle is lucky to have him as opposed to the other way around because he's a, he has, he gives credibility because American Muscle for a while was wonky, right? Like no one really believed them with their, with their Bama tuning affiliation and all this stuff. Like it was, it was a very negative, a big negative. And all of a sudden he got his white S197 running tens with a VMP blower. And I will wait a minute. This guy can drive. This isn't a fancy build. This guy was running tens stick with a uh, VMP powered Gen 1 that we had tuned when I was working for VMP. And I go, okay. And then the stuff he said, I go, this guy's on the money. Then I met him in person. We did a live drag race commentary at American Muscle Car Show. And I'm like, no, this guy's legit. So I think American Muscle is lucky to have him on there to give credibility. And he and I understand like Gen 2 is the king. Gen 2 is the king, not stock for stock. That's Gen 3. But for mods... And aftermarket support, Gen 2 is the motherfucking King Daddy. It's not even close. Buying an only expensive suspension parts isn't going to make or break the car. It went 125 without tuning. Unless they had 800 pounds out of it, it ain't that bad. What year best for F-150 to modify 2020? 2020. Um, look, a lot of people try to tell me that you shouldn't talk shit about this Mustang because your, your, your job depends on it. No, it doesn't. Because the 21 F-150 wasn't tunable for two freaking years. And now that it's tunable, guess how many F-150s I'm tuning for 21 F-150? Like two a week, maybe three. The fact that you have to remove the computer, send it out, get it programmed, and get it put back in the truck, people don't want to do that. Nah, I don't want to do that. I'd rather just find an 18 to 20. Get a LUN N-Gage, bada bing, bada boom, and you're done. Or even an RTD, mm. And you're done. I don't have to wait. I don't have to remove anything. I just tune it. So people would rather opt for a uh, Super Crew, Super Crew short bed, S uh, CSB, F-150, throw a Whipple on it, run 1080s with the family in the back, chilling, and not even worry about 21. Take out the computer. Send it out. Get the programming. Two weeks later, it shows up. Then you got to deal with the RTD and HP tuners issues. Fuck that. 2020 is the last great year for F-150. Don't get me wrong. The 21s make good power. And you can make them fast if you are specifically wanting a 21 and up. But I don't think they're any faster or better than 18 to 20. My junk-ass truck went 12-2 on the street. The 85. PMAS cold air. Some race stars. 12-2 on the street. 
Um, Tuesday nights are always good time. If you actually listen to Alex, it'll change your outlook on life. A lot of people just see me yelling and screaming and they go, he doesn't always talk about. Listen to the substance of what I'm telling you. I'm actually helping you, dumb son of a bitch. What street wheel and tire setup would you recommend for my car? I was thinking a GT350R wheel. Yes, a 350R wheel, the Project 6R, whatever wheels. They're nice. They're fucking, get some repops. It's a fucking Gen 2. It's not a fucking Mercedes. Just get whatever. But Alex, wouldn't get much as clout. Gen 1 was you could with the S650 and that's the thing. I don't care about clout. I want to teach you guys things. And what's, an, what's any Coyote owner going to teach me about, the, about any Mustang ever? Regardless if you had it first or not. I didn't have the S197 first. I ended up pretty much knowing everything about it, tuning and having a bunch of different combos. The fact that I'm tuning it, I learn more than any influencer. Why? We get thousands of shops, people, questions funneling through a ticket system. And I see the disseminated information put out in front of me. This camp phaser, that's an issue. This old pump gear. That, why do you think I never put old pump gears in my white car? Why do you think I never put, I never recommend old pump gears under, if you're not going to be off on the rev limiter. Now, if you want to put old pump gears, vaya con Dios. And then you're going to ask me, what old pump gears should you put in? Have you ever heard me tell you a manufacturer old pump gear? There's one popular one, and then there's the ones that actually work. I haven't gone down that route because it's a, just a fucking rabbit hole full of shit. SCT makes an unlocked cable that allows you to tune your 21FM50 without getting the PCM unlocked. But don't you have to buy that cable for your truck? And it's a one-time use only? Have you seen the bank iDash gauge jet? Nice switch up from the N-Gage. I have, and it's not, it's not going to be uh, something we can use, unfortunately. Unless I talk to Gail Banks, but I don't think he's willing to do that because Gail Banks is involved with the government, okay? So he's involved with these MRAP things, these big fucking diesel trucks that the Army, Navy, I'm not, the, 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 the Marines and everyone else has, these big fucking things that he fucks with. Um, I don't think he's going to try to, like, have a gas tuner have access to his iDash, though. I don't think it's going to happen. I made some progress to finances. This is a celebration, and I donated to the LMP cause. Thank you, Matt Oliver. Appreciate you very much. Where exactly uh, at on that street, Alex? Asking for a friend, not the EPA. Can confirm having to send your PCM to get tuned sucks. Had to do it on my Hellcat Challenger. Had to wait a week to get it back. A lot of people are not going to do that. So if you're an F-150 candidate, you're going to go, well, I see 30, 18 to 20 F-150s for about $30,000. And then I see a brand new one for 38 to 42. The brand new one, all the tuning's figured out. I really don't want to take my PCM off and send it anywhere. Fuck that. I'd rather just hit up Lund, get an engage, or find a HP tuner's engage or an RTD and just fuck with it that way because I don't want to take my... It, it happens. 500 bitchos in this mug. Yes, sir. Bought my A11GT for $8,000 and it's running circles around most of the shit around here. It's amazing how much people will spend for clout. 21 F-150 is far superior daily in the 1520 and easy to run 10s and 9s. But for max effort, 15 to 20 is where it's at. Thank you, Colorado. God damn it, I love it. I love it when I get the blue check mark from someone like a Colorado uh, parts place thing. The online cable comes with an X4 tuner. Can't buy it separately. So how much is an X4 tuner with cable? 800 bucks? That's right, that you. I have only supported... No, MMR and TSS. Now, I know MMR, I know everyone dislikes, not everyone, but most Coyote guys dislike MMR because of the negative connotation that they have, mod motor Mustangs, blah, 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 blah. But I've only named those. I haven't named the one that everyone else pushes. And remember, guys, 
The reason you're not going to see negative press with this car, the 24 Mustang, from any parts house, Steeda, Lethal, Queef, all these guys, you're never going to hear a negative thing. Why? They got to sell parts. They have to sell parts. They're not going to sit there and say, well, you know, this thing's a fucking dud. We're not going to support it. Thanks. See you later. No. They're going to say, well, we're going to see what we can do to develop this car and see what we can do to make more power. Headers, Raxium lights, uh, lightweight this. Try to make the car lighter in general because it is slightly heavier than the outgoing model. So the parts house will always give you a positive spin. I don't have any dog in this fight. I don't have tuning. There's no tuning available. I don't care if it makes or breaks. I don't care if Mustang goes away. But if this is the final hurrah for Mustang, meaning this is it, and it stays like this, it's a dud. The last best challenger made a 1,000 horsepower. Uh, uh, Alex, it's low production run. GTD, anybody? G GTD, anybody? No, no? Oh, okay, got it. The last badass Challenger makes a thousand horsepower on ethanol on the factory tune and supposedly has the ability to run eights. The last Charger, red eye, wide body, made over 800 horsepower and it is now the most stolen car on the planet, verified. There is no more stolen car than that car. Okay? I can't play too much because I get copyrighted for that. So, they went out on top. You could say, well, Mustang survived them all. Yes, they did. With missing equipment, mismatched seats, panel gaps that are shit, underperforming stock. Guys, Dodge went out on top with their models. How is Ford gonna end their run with the gas Mustang? With this? No, let's let's hold their feet to the fire and make them make a better vehicle. That's all we're saying. Off topic, if you had to choose the power for a manual S197 roll car, would you choose the Gen 3R, Whipple, or Centrifugal? Okay, roll car, a Whipple, front feed, three liter. No cams, leave the cams alone. Cams and all. If you want to make a roll car, Whipple, Gen 3, sorry, Gen 5 front feed 3.0. Gen 5 front feed 3.0 because you said roll. Drag race? A TVS. Like every every single time. Exactly, uh, Mr. 2000 MCR. But I don't even say it. What's the email for PayPal? Here we go. 50alex at yahoo.com. 50alexyahoo.com. That's the PayPal address. I'll pin it. And you guys, if you want to give some to uh, late model uh, performance, great. If not, you don't have to. No big deal. Um, but we've already met our goal. We're $500 above our goal. Thank you. Thank Guys, you have no idea how happy that makes me that this chat was able to provide someone. I think it's a great uh, uh, racer, supporter. You have to be able to support people that you like. Now, there are a lot of, there's a couple of Mustang guys that got salty. How come you're not supporting me? I don't know you. Make the case. Do you support the show? Do you support the program? I don't know. I haven't seen you like, like there's a couple of guys that are like, how come Alex is not helping Mustang guys? Because you're all fucking gay. I'm sorry. Make the case that I should help. And this chat has the ability to help. But you got to make the case. But if you have no affiliation, 
with this chat. Why the hell would I help you? Why would you help Late Model? I saw some of their videos. They own world records in ZL1, CTSV, uh, CT5V, and C6ZR1 stick shift records. That's like three or four different platform records. Not Mustang records. Camaro, CTS, Blackwing, and Corvette. So I'm like, damn, these guys got, these guys are awesome. And then I'm like, I would love to be a part of them and support them, da-da-da-da. And they reciprocated. Come on, man, stop it. It's because Ford released the Shelby 1000 in like 2011. I support all you guys. Send me your money, and I promise you'll be scored away for WCF. (laughs) Hopefully, we see another variant of the 350 that hits the right buttons and gives us another go at the Voodoo. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't want a Voodoo. I want a 5-2... 12 to 1 Predator in the GT350 or Boss. If Ford is going to go out, they should go out like this. GT and Dark Horse, duds. Got it. GTD, not even built by Ford. So, non-starter. Boss. 5-2, 12 to 1 compression. Gas guzzler tax, all the tax. It's going to be a $100 plus car, don't matter. But make a lot of them. Make it supercharged. What do you mean supercharged? 12 to 1 compression supercharged, just like Roush does. Roush does it. Why don't you do it? Give me 10 pounds of boost on that. Give me a huge, massive catalytic converter so it flows well, makes good power. We'll pay the gas guzzler tax. We'll pay all the the penalties. But it has to be a 5 to 12 to 1 compression predator. And it has to make 850 or so. Done, right? Everyone's going to be happy, and I don't give a fuck that it makes, that uh, it costs over $100,000. But if you're going to give us Alcantara seats on one on the passenger side and regular seats, missing uh, side marker headlights, uh, side view mirror lights, panel gaps from, from hell, and you're going to charge us $50,000 for a base version of that and 70 plus thousand, and you have no control over the insane gouging dealers do to that car, I want nothing to do with it. Fuck that car. Sarcasm. But Alex, you're a Mustang guy, so you should support us Mustang guys. $7.99 for an SCTX4 with the unlock cable bundled with a tune. Sure as hell beats sending your PCM off and getting it unlocked. But then you have the other issue, Smasher Devour. We don't fucks with SCT. Not yet. I wish I could go into it. Mr. Lund is in the house. He knows I can't go into it. There's so many things, guys, I can't get into that I know about. But we don't fucks with SCT. I'm sorry. I wish I could help. Give it the resonator deleters. A boss with an illuminator. The Challenger and Charger died like a stud on the Mustang. Like a stud. And the Mustang will die like Joe Biden. Going up into uh, 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 Air Force One. Falling down the fucking steps and breaking his fucking melon. Everyone could say that the Challenger's dead and, and gone. Everyone says the Camaro's dead and gone. Those cars at auction. Remember the Viper? Remember the Viper? Gen 5 Viper? You couldn't give those things away, right? No one cared about those things because they were too expensive already at a time where people really didn't have that kind of expendable income. Then comes Calvo and Enthmoto and go, um, stock motor 1500, sequential, badass shit. You can't find them. You can't, you can't find them for under $100,000 beaten up. 
a Hellcat, anything. Durango, Trackhawk, Charger, and Challenger will always be sought after. No one's going to go, man, I can't wait to get a Dark Horse. Um, it's sad when the base 24 GT is going for 50,000 when the base 350 was under 50 when it first came out in 2016. Yeah, Alex Mustang, guys, I want an Aldo Twin Turbo kit at Midnight 10 or 80. Look, I, I can't do that because I don't have that good of a relationship with either shop to say, hey, you know, let's give them deals. But guys, this this program, because of you, and again, guys, this is 100% because of you, we made Bondoberg able to afford to go from China, like Shanghai, China drive all the way across <laughs> to Georgia to break the clutch. <laughs> it was like five grand. But the ability of this chat doing that was amazing. So now, LMP, a Chevy shop out of all things. A Chevy shop. And we're like, bro, support them. I think they do good. And they're going to be, we're going to put our face on and blah, blah. You guys are going to be close to giving them $3,000 in one week. In one week, we're going to be close to giving the shop like that $3,000. So Mustang, guys, you want some support? I have the ability to get you funding, parts, support the fucking channel. I don't see you. I see you guys wanting with your hand out. And you don't see, you don't shout me out. You don't share my videos. You don't like my page. You don't watch shit, but you want shit. So fucking get on the channel, support shit, make this thing blow up. And then I'll notice you and go, bro, thanks a lot. I appreciate that. What can we do for you? You don't think I have that ability to get you a blower, a fuel system? I have a fuel system sitting in the garage right now. But you talk shit, say I suck. Okay, cool. Then guess what? I don't fucks with any Mustang guys. Mustang guys are out there telling you that I'm stupid because th this this my my uh, my career depends on an untunable Mustang. And then in the same breath, man, I love your stuff. I love your stuff in person, man. I love your show, man. You're fucking badass. Fuck out of here. Fuck out of here. Fuck out of here. Fuck out of here forever. Um. We got Bondobird, a new blimp. <laughs> Vipers are priced that bad. People didn't even want to pay for a high horsepower manual only car. That was the problem. But now look at um, just bought an RTD Plus so I could be retuned by Lund. Not terrible. Just got to pay the price for a new device. <laughs> Somebody get Mr. Lund some old fashioned and some rum so we can get the story. Bama tunes are still a joke. Can't even get the tune on a basic bolt on. Jesus. Can't wait to see your face on LMP's car. Ford tried to sell me a base 24 GT. Over $60,000. And to top it off, only wanted to offer a below market for a new scat pack. Fuck that. Dodge products right now are more valuable because they stopped making them. That's how value works. If you stop making them, they're worth more money. Just want stuff without reciprocating it back. Just like UAW workers. Alex helped with ESS sales. Right. Not that I was the main driver. But the fact that I installed it, tuned it, made power with it. Showed you how easy it was to install. People said, fuck, I want that kit. I know Timothy Fush, Valley 10 Speed, all these guys had it before me. But once I have it and I show you, hey, you know, it's pretty easy to put on. I, I, I give it the Alex Peasant Chap uh, stamp, of, stamp of approval. It does better. That's why certain people were mad that they're not affiliated to show with, the mo with, with the show anymore. See, people sometimes lash out and i know why they're lashing out they're lashing out because they don't have the ability to make money on the show anymore if you're making money because of me 
I should be getting some of that money. Do you know how that works? So if you're trying to poach my audience because you're a part of it and think you're not going to give me nothing, bro, you got it way fucking backwards. So what I'm saying is this. Are you a Mustang guy? Do you need help with your racing program? Do you watch the show? Do you share it? Do you talk about it? Do you email me? Do you work with me? Do you say, hey, Alex, let's get together. You have the voice of a couple of people. Let's see what we can do. No. But you sure as hell complain on social media that I'm not helping Mustang guys. You're not helping me. You scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. The shit you talk on Bondo is all love. That's why you support. He at least appreciated it. Right. Bondo Bird works for Whipple. I'm no fan of Whipple, but I'm no enemy of Whipple either. And Bondo Bird, I like. Josh Godinez is his real name. So, and he's Mexican as fuck and listens to Slayer. Like, what the fuck? Right? He's stupid. But I love him. He has a great attitude. And he's like, Alex, do you think we should make a GoFundMe? I'm like, you know what? You're on the chat. You constantly talk on the chat. You support. You're a Whipple guy. He emails me stuff that's going on. He emails me things, ideas, cat, not, not CAD files, but he says, we can do this, we can do that. I've worked with Bondo to potentially make a carbureted plate to work on Coyote stuff. He's been very good. I said, of course we're going to help you. And the chat helped out big time. Wasn't Henry Ford the one who invented the 40-hour work week? No, no, no. It was the UAW, apparently. I can see you doing the bounty fastest stock tuner done oddball record. Exactly. Like, imagine you are at ModNats, which is coming up. And I say the following. Quickest MT82 car the whole weekend gets $1,000. Wouldn't you say, shit, let me go to ModNats. Let's get that $1,000 bounty. It's got to be a certifiable MTD2, probably, preferably a Ben Calmer version. Not T56, not T45, not 3160, MT82. And I say, I will give a $1,000 bounty to anyone that goes eights with an MT82. That's $1,000 in your pocket. Nah. So, so I don't. I enjoy your contest as nephew of Allos. Like always, keep up the good work. Do you recommend a Gen 2 ESS blower just trying to make 650? You look, guys, any supercharger at 10 PSI can make 650 horsepower. VMP, Edelbrock, uh, Whipple, Roush, ESS, Vortec, or Paxton, they can all make 650 horsepower with about 10 PSI. It's all about how you want the power delivered. Do you want the power down low? Do you want the power up top? Are you a roll racer? Are you a drag racer? Are you gay or are you straight? That's just from my knowledge. I sold my S550 and went back to a Fox body. Couldn't be happier. You're psycho. Sounds nice. Get to, ro- get, get to roll gears. I'm a simple man, I guess. Some dude called me broke because I said it's stupid to spend 12K to run 11.2. S650 guys are in denial. And that's a great word. S650 guys are in absolute denial that their brand new flagship car they thought was going to take them to the next level of Cloutville is an absolute shitbox. And now you need everything on the planet to run a number that the previous generation was running NA with minimal mods. Look, to this day, to this day, where is it? Where are you? Where's Deontay Wilder? This day. To this day. To this day. To this day. To this day. Gen 3 is the quickest way to go 10 NA. If you want 10 R80. You're a tune, weight reduction, E85, and a drag pack away from 10s. 
I've only done it like 30 times, 40 times. Same tune, bada bing, bada boom, bada bing, all the time. Not only did Alex help with ESS, he's helped indirectly with other part suppliers such as his sponsors, VMP Steeda UPR4, because he reps the parts that are proven. How many times have I said buy a Siley fuel system here? No offense to him, but how many times have I said buy a Siley fuel system? How many times did I say buy a lethal system? How many times did I say buy a VMP system? Four innovations pal carajo con los demás. That's it. Did they ask me to do that? No. So there you go. No Ford is going out with a three hundred thousand. No Ford is going to go out with a three hundred thousand dollar Mustang that normal people will never own or see. Opinion on four nine gears, stage three D four, MTD two, and G three X. Yes, that's a great that's a great combo because of the gearing on Ben's trans, and the the the, the power delivery of a centrifugal. Absolutely, get four hundred nines. I'd sabotage too if my boss wasn't worth half his pay. Jim makes it a mission to miss layups. <laughs> I'm about to pull the trigger on a T56 Magnum XL Stage 2 from Ben. However, I'm indecisive between that and the Stage 3 and TD2. I think the T56 gives me more room to grow. What's your opinion? The T56 is the daddy of most transmissions, okay? You have a ton of clutch options. Someone told me the other day that you can do a long arm style clutch on a Calamer Stage 3 MTD2 because the spline count on the input shaft is the same. Verify that with Ben. But in my opinion racing bodies or race sanctioning bodies they need you to have an sfi approved bell can't do that with an mtd2 um the shifter feel alone is worth it on a t56 have you ever driven a t56 and you're like wow it's like super solid the mtd2 because it's a remote mounted shifter is a little disconnected feeling because of its remote mounting uh, nature i for for my for racing a t56 if i, I love ben calmer Ben Kalmer's my guy. But for racing, a T56. Ford to stop being every man's muscle pony car. Exactly. 12,000 will get an S550 10 speed in the deep 10s. Maybe touch 9. 12,000 will get you 9s. 12,000 will get you an S550 15 to 23 in the 9s. Let's do the math. A TVS or a Edelbrock 2650. Whether it be an Odin TVS because it has more torque because of the rotor pack. It allows more torque at lower RPMs. It'll you're sit in drag racing. The the hardest thing or the most important thing in drag racing is the front half, meaning the eighth mile. If you go 60 foot to 330 really quickly, the rest will just come into play. If you think you're gonna back half your way into record books, good luck with that. But in my opinion, a 12 psi Gen 2 or 3 on E85. 21 to 22 degrees of timing shifting at about 7500 rpms it's like a 990 car like easily john 97 says i got a promotion at work and i'm doing 40 a week i got a side hustle making my working hours between 61 to 70 hours a week i like money which steed to stop the hop kit do you recommend got the enthusiast street version doesn't have the toes and vertical links though would you recommend getting these two down the road or stick to what i have i'd get everything i'd get the toes and vertical links also Chris Buchaya says, Alex, you know if Ben Callum is going to work on other transmissions, I have a V160 on my NK4 Supra, and the gear sets aren't available anymore. I don't think so. If they're not available anymore, Ben can't magically make them. This shall help me get the grit I needed to work harder and love it. And choose the Coyote. Thanks, Alex. Love the channel. I have converted this channel. I hate saying I because you guys are the main driver of the channel. For you guys, I wouldn't have any of this shit I have. I mean, Lund really helped out with a lot of things, but, but the extra stuff... 
you, you guys do, the subscribers, and more importantly, the members, the people that pay a monthly nut to keep the show kicking ass. Um, I, I think that LS guys that used to hear me as YOLO douchebag make fun of GT500 guys, GT guys, and all this other stuff, and 3Valve guys, all of a sudden stayed listening to me and go, shit, he's dropping bombs of knowledge on this shit. Let me look into the Coyote. If you go back to the Alec Bledsoe interview, he's been an LTLS guy for his whole life. I mean, he does small block forward. He knows everything, but his main shit is LTLS stuff. And there's a part in that video that I say, I can go eights with $50,000 all in on an S550 Mustang. He goes, can't do that with a Camaro. I'll repeat that. I told Alec Bledsoe, you can go 8.99, all in, car included, for $50,000. $28,000 Mustang, $12,000 blower, fuel system and axles, maybe a drive shaft, and you're just touching about 50000 bucks at a 20 PSI situation, and I can cut a 1260 foot, and the car survives, I can run an 8. He goes, can't do that in a Camaro. Can't do that in a Camaro. You need to open it up. You need to put cams, heads, cam, sorry, heads, springs. You need to do a lot of work to get that sucker into the eights. And it and it's more than $50,000, car included. So a lot of the converts go, wait a minute. I got it. Like James Williams. James Williams on this chat. He's like, what? Stock motor? Jake's truck made a thousand horsepower nothing done to the motor. And I talked to him the other day. I go, you don't even have oil pump gears in that truck, do you? He goes, no. Fuck, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it because you guys need to be reminded. Uh, Jake's, actually, you know what? I'll go to my, let, let, let's uh, uh, display capture. Let's do it together because you guys need to be reminded. This is this is what my shit looks like. Um, What is it? Um, Your channel. Uh, Red truck. Pause, uh, lower it. Here we go. So we got uh, this truck, this truck, Jake's truck, made a thousand horsepower. It has a bone stock motor, stock manifolds. <laughs> I forgot I had that music. So let's let's do this. Uh, here we go. Uh, what's that? 990. Okay, 997. And then we did another pull. Okay, so this truck, 2020 F-150. Regular cab, short bed, stock motor, stock oil pump gears, stock manifold, stock Y-pipe, free-flowing. FIC 1000Hs, four innovations fuel system. Everything else is stock, stock drive shaft, stock everything. It's just got, and it's got bigger wheels, so I don't know if that's killing power. E85, 20 PSI from his custom turbo kit. It's, the turbo's way back here in the bed. Listen to this sucker make a thousand horsepower. Jesus, look at that. Let's get a thousand and get the hell out of here, hopefully. Boom. We started on gate, worked our way up, 
1,017 horsepower, 844 pound-feet of torque, and this bitch was just loving it. Look, look, look at the separation here. Boom, 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 boom. So, no Chevy motor that I know, LT or LS, can do that, as far as I know. So that's when I tell people, stock motor, stock motor gang, I don't understand what the whole hubbub is about. You can do this with a Gen 2 Mustang also. Um, oh, well, 302 Coyote says, hey, Alex, long time viewer, got a Coyote because of you. I got a sweet deal. 2010 GT. <laughs> he said 2010 GT. I love you. I love you, 302 Coyotes. Thank you for the money. I see $10. I send $10. Man, I followed you because of the YDBT videos. You're precise about the info the Coyote has me thinking. I have been delivered. Where is that? Where is Deliver? Uh, sponsor, baby, Trump, the, the leader, and four doors, more horse, CSA to this day. Where's Delivered? Uh, nothing dangerous on, no, no, no. Oh, wow, I don't have that. I thought I had that, man. I have been delivered. I'm not gay no more. Here it is. I'm not gay no more. I am delivered. I don't like men no That's more. That's right. Chevy guys, right I now. I like women. Women, 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 women. <laughs> I said women. That's... I'm not gay. That's the, that's the Chevy guys. Immediately I'm when they heard that no they made a thousand horsepower. I am delivered. 100%. Stock motor pimping. People just hate on you because you reap and talk facts. In your opinion, what would be the best estimated horsepower quarter mile time on a 3300 pound, 850 horsepower, T56 band of trans with 373 gears, 4 star D5. Okay. So if you can 60 foot in the low one force, 1.42, your car should run 9. 40 or 930 because my car at 3600 pounds ran 10.1 at 750 rural horsepower so add so add 100 horsepower and take out 300 pounds i think you could probably knock off seven tenths or so or eight tenths not a full second so if you it's all about your 60 foot if you can somehow get a one three out of that car you should be in the line one, nine, two, but in my opinion, conservatively, you should be a nine, three car easily. Thousand horsepower, stock exhaust, stock manifold, super ghetto wastegate controller. Louis A, thank you for the money. What do you think would be the first to let go on a studded Gen 3 with Kometic GT500 head gaskets? It depends on how much boost you're pushing through. It depends on your hot side. Uh, depends on the flange side. I mean, it, it could it could be, are you saying mechanically? I think you have valve flow before you have rod issues. I remember when you raced Jake in your Gen 3 and still won manual versus auto. Great vid. Oh, bro. Stop. And, and, and I apologize for that video. That video could have been better, but I didn't have any of the equipment. And I got to find that because I raced this. I raced this. I raced this truck and it was a great race. Your channel. To me, it was a great race. So Jake wasn't able to give it a thousand horsepower setting because his boost controller would only allow him to go to about uh 10 to 12 psi he had a kind of a ghetto boost controller so i said look my car makes about high 700 horsepower so why don't we you know mess with it and see what we can do let me see if i have it here uh even let me see uh white 19 white white 19 versus truck let me see if i have it here White 19 Mustang. Oh, that's a good video to show. Because people forget. People, It's hard to find. If anyone has a link to it, because I can't find it. So the White uh, 19 Mustang, Alex Flores. Let's go Alex Flores, YDBT. 
uh, YTT. Da, 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 da. Okay, if someone has a link to it and not on Instagram, put it on the chat, please. If someone has a link to it on the chat, me racing Jake, uh, 19 GT, 19 GT versus F150. I don't know what the hell I did. Apparently, I didn't know how to how to label it, but it doesn't show up. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Finally, the, here we go. I got it here. Okay, so the white GT at the time had a Vortec supercharger with a three three six pulley, and it had race gas. So I said, all right, let's put some race gas to it. Jake, I think, had pump gas and ten psi, if I'm not mistaken. So his truck was sitting at about his truck was sitting at about. Um, his truck was sitting at about 750 rural horsepower. My truck, my car was sitting at about 680. There you go. So, okay, wait. So he had E85. Okay, 11 PSI. Okay, so he had E85, 11 PSI, stock converter, stock everything. And I forgot what I had. Let me see what I had. Maybe I put it up. Uh, that, da, 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 da. Okay. I don't know what the hell I did here. Let's watch the race. Sorry about the shitty camera, but, you know, what are you going to do? But you can hear his turbo spool up. I put the volume up so you can hear it. Oh, what a good race, bro. And I think aerodynamics came into play here. So we did another run. Race two, since the truck cannot brake boost, we settled on him getting the hit. Both runs were 60 to 130. So I gave Jake the hit. Where is it? Here it is. Boom. I wish I had better cameras, man. So I just... When he went, I went, you know. There it is, and bam. So this is where I laugh when people tell me that a 10R80 shifts so badass. And every time I shifted, I went forward. You ever see races on 1320 video and all that shit? And the guy shifts and he loses ground to the auto car. And on my race... Because I'm such a badass. Uh, I gained. <laughs> so I thought that was interesting. Um, the, 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 the beadlocks needed to quick. Okay. Beadlocks are never needed unless you can physically measure the wheel spinning independent of the tire. Beadlock wheels are more. Hmm, I was about to do some Puerto Rican shit. Beadlock wheels are heavier. I was going to say more heavier. Beadlock wheels are heavier than non-beadlock wheels. I repeat, beadlock wheels are heavier than a non-beadlock wheel. So if you are an NA guy and you buy beadlocks and start talking about weight reduction, get the beadlocks out of there. They're lighter. And you think a 480 rear-wheel horsepower car is going to spin the, the, the wheel inside the tire? Stop it. It's optimal NA. Da, 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 da. Doing the Lord's work, Alex, longtime followers from the YOLO days. Never owned a Ford product. I've always had a Lessus. Currently a 2J. We'll get a Coyote in the future because of you. I would wait. Coyotes are only going to get cheaper. In my opinion, the Gen 1 is going to be the one to get. Why? Aftermarket is dumb, full of them. Most of the issues are worked out. Solid rear axle. Old school Fox body feel. 
every there is a there is literally a build a kit seven second combo built motor from any built motor guy hell fuck built motors here's the combo to run sevens bitches you ready illuminator gen 2 heads 30 psi 33 or 3400 pound race weight turbo 400 that's it. Then easy. Any kit. Don't have to have plasma man nothing. You, you, you want to get a metal intake. I don't I don't I don't want you guys going 30 PS on a plastic intake. Then it blows up and your fuel rail goes flying and your car catches on fire. So I don't recommend a, pl- a badass plasma man, but something metal. You know, so you can hold the boost. 30 PSI, turbo 400, illuminator, good heads, studded, seven second combo. Basic shit. Alex, is there a way to calculate AFR using Lambda and measured Lambda? Forget Lambda. Forget Lambda. Measured AFR, you can, I don't know if you can revert back to Lambda. I think you can. There's like a, a division that needs to happen, but I don't have it on top of my head right now. But Alex, beadlock means clout. Correct. Beadlocks are a necklace. NA guys don't buy beadlocks because they need the tire to not spin independently of the wheel or the wheel independently of the tire. It's a necklace. It says, well, bro, look at the wheels. Uh, those are six pounds heavier each. Yeah, but, well, I thought you, imagine having a gutted dash, a Kirky, no AC, no wipers, no nothing. And you got beadlocks in the back? I'm like, why'd you do that? I made a video on my channel to determine if you if your late build 14 Mustang has Gen 2 heads. Uh, I made a video on my channel to determine if you're late. Okay, gotcha. Have you seen the Real Street vids on Coyotes? They praise them for their strength and how they make power stock. Sure. I think um, that guy's unbiased. I forget his name. Jeremy? Is it Jeremy? I forget. Um, he's unbiased. He, he's been fucking with Coyote stuff ever since Brett, I think, had him tune his car. I think Brett used to be tuned by Sai Lee and then there was like stuff that happened or whatever and then he had the guy jay at real street tune his car jay started looking at the data he's like this thing's fucking legit man this thing's like you're you're like a couple of tweaks away from having like super serious shit and him and ffre and brett they all got you know they all got together and they they built a well they have a very good vetted combo what Gen 1 twin screw blower just for driving and messing around? That's the weirdest. What the, what, why would you want a twin screw blower for just driving and... Dr- <laughs> Spent 8000 for my Gen 1. Loving every second of it. Gen 1 Coyote 660, 456 gears. 93 pump versus Gen 3 stocked MT2 drag pack. Gen 1 Coyote 6060, 456 gears, 93 pump. Versus Gen 3 stocked MT2 drag pack. Oh, you're going to fuck them up, Capcom, with the Gen 1. Give me that Gen 1. I just need to replace my factory navigation radio for something with an Apple CarPlay for my 13 GT, and it'll be better than an S550. I don't think so. S550 is a spaceship compared to Gen 1. Um, what's up, Jason Miller? Which Jason Miller are you? Like the Jason Miller? When you when would you recommend a 3-2-1 build? Um, okay. So let's say you have a, a coyote that you race often. But you don't have the budget, but you have a lot of know-how. So I don't recommend you build the motor. I'm going to be honest with you guys. If you're under 900 horsepower, hell, under 1,000 horsepower, I don't recommend you take your motor and send it to any of the engine builders. That, to me, is a complete waste of time. Nothing against them. I'm looking out for your pocket. 
you get a Gen 3 short block. You stud it. Gen 2 heads. Gen 1 timing components. And you put it in your Gen 1 carp. Why Gen 1 timing components? So the computer can be happy swinging Gen 1 cams around. I think you should leave the cam stock. How about that, motherfucker? That's right. Leave the cam stock. Boost it to death. And have fun. And you'll be into that situation uh, money-wise for about maybe seven grand for Gen 2 heads and a Gen 3 bottom end. And labor if you really have a lot of know-how. If you know how to assemble a Coyote motor, three, two, one. And then what do you do? You buy another Gen 3 short block and leave it on a pallet waiting when you blow that one up. Because if you have a built motor, you blow that one up because it's happened. I've seen built motors not last any longer than a bone stock motor. If a bone stock motor lasted you ten, uh, three seasons, right? Let's say you have a Gen 2 motor and you're an 890 guy, 90 guy, 809. And you're like, you know what? This motor's a little tired. I haven't had any issues with it, but I'm going to send it out to get built. Then it gets built. Same specs, just built. Rods, pistons, da-da-da. I've seen that situation fail sooner than a stock motor. Have you ever sent out a, a motor to get built? Then you get it back in your car and it feels lazier because the components are heavier. The rods, everything, like it doesn't, it doesn't, it's not as snappy, you know? But you ignore it. You go, ah, it's all good. It's built. You just turn it up. And it feels lazier and lazier and lazier. And some of you go, shit, I could swear my stock motor revved faster. I could swear my stock motor was snappier. And then I go out and get, get it built, put some rods and pistons in it. And this bitch is lazy, lazy. And then you have issues with it. Now you got to take it out, send it back. Meanwhile, budget-minded guys that have a lot of know-how, Gen 3 bottom end. I'll buy three Gen 3 bottom ends. A set of Gen 2 heads. And have a race program for 10 years. <laughs> as long as I'm not trying to go sixes. You know, I could probably be a high seven or a low, mid to low eight on a three, two, one setup with good boost and studs. Then to send the motor out, have a $25,000 bill only to get it back. And the motherfucker seeps oil from everywhere. I'm good. Alex, top three cars I want in your garage. I got two. Viper's last. I don't think I'll be able to afford a Viper having the GT500. I, I, need, I need to get into a house, and I've been saying that forever. Now it's to the point where it's almost like not affordable because of the insurance in Florida. Insurance in Florida has doubled and tripled in some cases. So um, the dream of owning a, a house is slowly fading. So if that's the case, a Viper will be here sooner than later. If I decide in a year or two I, I'm not going to get into a house, I'll buy a Viper. I'll fucking buy a Viper. Fuck it. Can you recommend? Could you imagine being in the complex and some guy has three garages in a fucking complex in Riviera and there's a Viper, a GT500, and a ZR1? The, the holy trinity, the infinity stones of American muscle? Bro. There's a Gen 1 for sale. Look at me. Got 12,000 miles on the motor. Calimer Stage 1 Vortec V2 for $30,000. Is it worth it? Nah, it's too high. Should be about $24,000, $25,000. Sorry. 12,000 miles on the motor? Nah. How many miles on the car? That's what matters. That's one thing UAW got right. Stock motors. 
JDM Manic, what? My Gen 2 VMP 93 car is at 662 horsepower. Perfect on the street and cruising around. You lose, will be, oh, exactly. Matt760 gets it. He doesn't get the fact that the 2024 is dud, but he gets, <laughs> but he gets the fact that the OEMs have a balanced, look, they have to warranty these engines for 30 or 60,000 miles when they renew. So those engines are built better. I'm sorry when it comes to, and I know it's not a, a guy hand assembling stuff, but for whatever reason, a stock motor just feels snappier, just revs smoother. And I'm like, why is that? And even Jake and I have had these conversations. The great thing about Jake is he's an engineer. In my opinion, he is an engineer without a degree. He's a millionaire. Wouldn't even know it. The guy sits there and goes, just get a stock motor. <laughs> and I go, have you seen motors? He goes, Alex, I dealt with nothing but built motors my whole career. And every time we got a built motor on a GT500, on a GT, on anything, there was nothing but problems. And even after we switched to a different motor builder, we just started selling illuminators to people. And I go, you know what? I noticed that. I noticed that you kept pushing illuminators. Why? He goes, I never had an issue. One, it's a Ford part. So I get a bit of a break on the price, which I pass on to the customer. I don't charge a customer $18,000 for an illuminator. I charge them whatever jobber price plus you know, retail, what I, I don't charge them above and beyond. I put it in the car, I make a thousand horsepower, and I send them home. And they never go up over 800 horsepower. And I did that many times to the point where the sales guys up front were like, Illuminator, Illuminator, Illuminator. Why? Assembled by Ford. No drama. No Facebook drama, no engine builder drama, no this engine builder's better than that, and not the engine builder telling you that your tuner sucks. Ford Racing Illuminator. Vaya con Dios. Robzilla says, I'm late, but if management is telling employees, don't stop the line crew that defect and ship it, it's still employees' fault. Yeah. Where's your pride? Look at my, look at my screenshot. Look at my thumbnail. Where's the pride in your work? Don't you have pride in your work? Let's say if you're a UAW worker and you see two different seats, you see a premium car not have turn signals on the mirrors. Don't you say, fuck, the UAW sticker is going to be on this car. I have pride in the work I do. And I'm proud of this build. Stop the assembly line. Eh, eh, eh. what's going on this car cannot leave the factory it has an alcantara seat and a regular seat it's not right okay but don't stop the assembly line i'm sorry our stickers on this car and we have to be the best we can be okay okay fine we'll flag it we'll put a big red fucking sticker on the on the front and we'll put it off to the side and when it's off to the side we'll give it the right seat how's that sounds good to me Said no motherfucker ever. Not one of them. Not one motherfucker said that. None of them said that. Latest shit, but we'll be watching as well. Thank you. CJ Pony part did a weight comparison and it shows the SS50 is similar. Is there a comparison legit? No. Because it has to sit exactly the same. If it's a 401A, the brakes. Is it a premium? Does it have a subwoofer? 
Does it have uh, navigation? Does it have the little screen or the big screen? You you can't do that because they're dissimilar trims. So the best you can do is go base GT for base, base, base Gen 3. Gen 3, uh, 18 to 23 versus Gen 4, whatever, S650. You'd have to put the same wheels on. You'd have to do so many things. Stop it. 100%. So then that's a write-up every time until fired. They told you to ship it. If you doesn't back you, hint, they sometimes don't. Then you're, you're going to get fired for making sure the quality is better. Is the union going to fire you? If they write you up for having a great quality product and the union says, sorry, son, policy dictates that you don't stop the assembly line for nothing and you get fired... Does the UAW have your back? Okay, let's name the people that donated to late model performances uh, race coming up. Thank you, guys. I'm going to name every single person that actually pregave money. So hold on tight. I'm going to name everybody here because I love you guys. It's uh, $2,657. Let's name them. Nathan Jusens. This is from... Uh, earliest to latest, Nathan Jusens, Robin, Robert Madison, Heath Maxwell, Broward Racing, Colton Anderson, Jose Delgado, Matthew Benoit, Philip Felsenthal, Louis Amador, Michael McAnally, that's interesting, McAnally, Michael McAnally, David Hale, Matthew Oliver, Jacob DeLeon, Noah Williams, Paul Goodenough, Patrick Angeles or Angeles or Angeles, Dustin Angler, Ignacio Ramirez, Justin Howell, Adam, Adam Kelly, Angel Ramos, Jonathan Garcia Cervantes, Richard Andrews, Justin Bales, Justin Bales, let me see, there's a ton, wow, you guys are crazy, I love it, uh, Justin Hale, Justin Hale, Justin Howell, Adam Kelly, Angel Ramos, Jonathan Cervantes, John Michael Stribling. Robert Saunier, Rami Zaidan twice, and Rami Zaidan gave $1,000. Sorry, I didn't mean to make it out there, but Rami Zaidan gave $1,000. James Lilly, Isaac Torres, John Tufert, DNA, no, that's, that's a direct payment to me, William Nelson, Joseph Victorez, Ford Moore, Matthew Benoit, Mark Frazier, Alfredo Diaz, David Baker, Jesus Mendoza, Rich Wozniak, Diego Amador, Tristan Smirnoff, Devin Lewis, Miguel Velasquez, Luis Nieves, Jose Madrigal, Coyote Mafia, Francois again, Christopher Fodi, Adam Presser, Christopher Fodi again, Jared Jones, Christopher Fodi again, Dustin Engler, Foxhole Gaming, Joshua, Justin Arnold, Everett Hinman, Daryl Green, Francois again, Fawn Smith, Ford Moore Performance, Aaron Valdez, Joshua Godinez, Mandip Singh, Christopher Moore, Justin Ambrose, Samat Milan, Timothy, Timothy Tight, David Stoll, and I just got another payment in for $50 from Jose Gonzalez. I'll close it tonight. So meaning from now on, I'm not accepting anymore. They've gotten over $3,000 after I contribute my $500. That'll be $3,100 for late model performances race at MIR. Guys, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Uh, in my opinion, that's one of the best things this chat does because helping other people like Josh Godinez, uh, I'm sorry, um, uh, Bondo Bird, and other people that we think, and, and affiliates, 
Two auto solutions, race motive, DNA high performance, the parts farm, Kong performance, ultimate header, PMS, and calamers. All of we all of us benefit from their support, and some of you guys benefit from giveaways, support, uh, money, you name it. We'll try to keep the giveaways coming after all this is all settled and done. Thank you guys so much. And again, if you're wanting some help, help this show. Become known. Be on the chat. Become part of the chat. Become part of the community. And the community will help you with anything you need. Trust me, this is like a little club. And if you need anything, I'm sure we can uh, set up some kind of drive or some or an affiliate can help you out with parts if you need it. So you want to be part of this gang? Support, share, like, subscribe, and become a member. And you might benefit from the insane uh, insane charity, charitable uh uh, ways of the chat. All right, guys, I'm out of here. Thank you so much. I appreciate it very much for hanging out with me. I'll be back on Thursday for YDBT Daily. Tomorrow, for some of you, it'll be the dating channel on the other side. But for the rest of you, I will see you guys on um, Thursday. The next giveaway will probably start again next week. I'm going to start doing good size giveaways, whether it be draggies, whether it be shirts, whether it be hats, whatever. Try to give back to the people that gave so much to LMP. All right, guys, have a good have a good rest of your night. I'll see you guys on Thursday. See you later. Bye.